Hey guys, it's Andy with The Jesus Mission. I'm here today with Janessa. We are at the Modesto base in California. Um, this is People Who Will Change the World. I'm, let's just jump right into it. Okay, perfect. You, I, I want these people to know the people that I know that are just changing the world. That's why we call it People Who Will Change the World. Yeah. It's the most simple, point blank title we could think of. <laughs> Tell us, Janessa, how you even became a part of a Jesus Mission. How'd you end up here? How do, why are you sitting in this office right now? That's a great question. Um, it has been like the craziest year of my life, yeah. I think. I joined AJM this year, probably like April, I think. Okay. Somewhere around there. Um, but in December and January, I really felt like God was telling me that I needed to like change direction. I was okay. in school to become a teacher, but it was just what, not... What did you want to teach? What was your... It was elementary education, so okay. very broad. But <laughs> um, And like I still love kids and yeah. would love to do that, but... I realized that school kind of just became an idol in mm. my life. And it was like, I saw that as security instead of being like, this is like what God wants me to do. And this is the security that I need in him. Um, so nothing was going right with school. Like I couldn't get the classes I needed. <laughs> I was anxious all the time, which I'm not an anxious person. Um, so everything was kind of piling up. Yeah. And then I got invited to a few like house churches and game okay. nights. And I was like, sure, I'll check it out. It's winter break. Um, and then I showed up and just got like super close with people immediately. Wow. Um, and just were you was, involved like, in church before or outside of that? Or yeah. What so about I like have grown up at the same okay. church my whole life and I actually worked there last year running oh. the high school ministry. Um, cause we didn't have a pastor. So yeah. it was me and one other intern running the whole ministry. Um, Dang. and that's kind of when I was like, wow, I really feel like God wants me to be in ministry, but I didn't really know what that looked like yeah. in my life. And I was like, oh, I'll do that after school. Like telling God, okay, I'll listen to you after I'm I'll done get my with degree, this. and then yeah. I'll and then serve I'll, you. Yeah, so yeah, like I got connected here, and then it would, God was just really loud of like, you need to take time off of school. Wow. So I kind of took that step, and I didn't really know where it would lead. Yeah. And I was terrified, but I was like, I know I need to do this. Yeah, that's a pretty um, big. That's a pretty big decision. Yeah. So especially because I only have three semesters left <laughs> of school, <laughs> so like I should be graduating. Like, but I could. The finish line's right there. Yeah. So. That was just like a really big thing. And then I wow. started spending more time here and was able to just like also spend more time with my siblings, mm -hmm. which was really good. Um, and then I was like, oh, I need to apply. To, I just need to be yeah. part of AJM. And like, I didn't really know what the year would look like. Um, and then in, all the stuff. In your defense, none of us knew what yes. this year was going to look like. Yeah. That, that caught all of us off guard. Yeah, no, for sure. And then the Ukraine war happened um and everyone left and i was like wow like <laughs> so you were like joining a jesus mission yeah. to come live at the missions base and then the whole missions base left yes literally everyone was gone and i was like okay oh, um here i am yeah and then pierce called me on like a saturday and was like from romania yes and was like hey i think you should really consider coming out here and i was like it's cute that you think i have money for this um <laughs> so and then i was gone on a plane nine days later so uh. yeah so wow. had you ever left the country before that? I had been to Mexico okay. on a few missions trips, but that's like driving down. Yeah. So I had never been like on an international flight. I was flying alone. Yeah. I was like terrified, but it ended up being like the most beautiful time of wow. my life. So, so yeah. you've been, you literally joined a Jesus mission and basically got straight to serving refugees yeah. in, in Romania. Yeah. Talk a little bit about what that, I mean, that's your like entry point into living yeah. as a missionary is the most extreme moment here. What, what was that like when you got to Romania? What, what did you see or what like shook you that you'll never like 
be able to un forget unforget um, un- yes unforget where we're gonna go with it um <laughs> i like honestly right like when i got there that's when i met you yeah you picked me up yeah. from the airport oh yeah that's so, right yeah so that was the first time we had met which, that's awesome <laughs> yeah so i feel like just having you and pierce be able to pick me up yeah. was like instantly like feeling secure there um, okay there's people that i yes. know and i've i trust them and, yeah. yeah so and then like getting i kind of you guys dropped me off at the house and we we're like go find your room <laughs> and i was like okay um so like kind of instantly just like jumped right in yeah. and then we were doing a kids program yeah like five days a week um so we got into that and like hmm. that was really cool just to see like how involved everyone was already in like the ukrainian family's lives and they hadn't yeah. really been there for that long um, and just also seeing how affectionate the kids were with everyone, which mm. is really surprising, especially considering they came out of like a really traumatic yeah. circumstance. Um, and then we were also doing the transit refugee care with yeah. the church. So just like seeing people to come in. To give you yeah. context, if you're watching this, when she says the transit refugee care, when the refugees would leave from Ukraine, some of them would go into Moldova mm-hmm. and they would get on a bus from Moldova to Chisinau, Moldova, and they would come over to where you were inclusion yeah. of Polka Romania and so the transit refugee care basically just means you were serving people who were not going to be staying they were transiting to some other part of Europe or, yeah. or beyond and so you would you would often just see people for 24 hours at yeah. most right yeah. like that was pretty quick turnover yeah and like I feel like those moments were like ones that I cherish the most with them just because mm. like being able to love someone so intensely and intentionally for like usually like probably 12 hours because they show up in the evening we give them dinner they shower they go to bed and then we show back up at 5 a.m to give them breakfast and then they're they're gone yeah and you never see them again you would you will never encounter those people again yeah so even just thinking about like being able to see like god's provision and like also Mm -hmm. the spirit moving in people who i there's no reason for me to meet them Hmm. um and we don't speak the same language yeah and like we can only love them by being there yeah um and I think, like, that was a big adjustment, too. Just, you can see the pain in everyone's eyes. And, like, being able to, like, look someone in the eye and be like, I'm here for you, and I'm here because God told me to come here and love you, like, makes such a difference. Yeah. And even just seeing the turnaround of, like, when they show up and they're kind of standoffish. Um, and then in the morning, like, they're crying, leaving, like, thanking us for even just being there. Um, wow. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how to describe it, but just kind of being able to see people through Jesus's eyes and like realize that we're all mm. foreigners in that country too. Um, but we're all there for different reasons. Like I chose to be there and they didn't yeah. really choose to be there. So just mm. kind of seeing like how God worked mm. through that. Um, yeah. I don't. Yeah. That's a, that's the kind of stuff that I, I was talking with somebody recently about how, I don't know how we'll ever live our lives the same. Yeah having been a part of what's happening over there because yeah. it, it changes the way and that's any big traumatic or big moment in in your life but yeah. as believers how do we go back to living our lives the way we did before now you ran out of days yes um if you're watching this and you don't understand how visas over there work essentially you get 90 days from the day you land you get mm-hmm. 90 days to be there before you have to leave the country you ran out of your 90 days yeah. and you can go back after another 90 or if you, you spread them around there's like a lot of math involved yeah. but you ran out of your 90 days and before we turned on the cameras you were telling me like it was so weird to come back talk about that for a second like coming yeah. back from this thing to california yeah <laughs> it 
I've, I've been home since mid-September, so I've mm-hmm. been home for, like, uh, almost a couple months now. Yeah. Um, and it's still, like, a daily adjustment to, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, coming into a culture that is, like, apathetic and does not care about what's going on in other places is really hard. And it's, like, I came home, and I, I literally forgot how to have, like, conversations mm-hmm. that I used to have because all I wanted to talk about was what was happening in Ukraine. Wow. Like, yeah. I would be like getting dinner with friends and I kind of would just be sitting there because I'm like all I can think about is the war and like the fact that I know Hmm. like families that are in bomb shelters in Ukraine right now because they also ran out of like they couldn't be in Romania anymore um so it was really hard like I even being in Romania and knowing that our team was in Ukraine it felt easier to like watch them leave knowing that I was Hmm. closer to them um and then your friends here in America Yeah. yeah so just like it was it was really tough and a really big adjustment of like feeling emotions and then like the bittersweetness of like okay but I'm like home but then also Romania felt like home instantly yeah. too yeah um and like we had such a really beautiful community there too um and there's a really beautiful community here also yeah. but it's just like a different type of work here because I feel like we fail to see what's right in front mm. of us here and then there it's like such an imminent like. Like a literal threat that yeah. they're running from. Yeah, so yeah. kind of going from like being in like a trauma response mode to coming here and then being forced to think about myself felt really weird. Yeah. Like it's like I used to I used to have no problem spending money on myself yeah. and doing things for myself and then being in Romania mm. for three months and like truthfully not thinking about myself and really only being like, What can I do for mm. Ukrainian kids? Like what I'm gonna go buy all these water guns for them and I'm gonna yeah. go do this and like okay, what do we need at the church? And like, my mind was so focused on that. So coming home and then trying to think about myself felt so wrong in so many ways. And it's still like, like, I don't want to live for myself. Mm. Like I, it's so much easier to like live knowing that you're trying to care better for other people. Yeah. That's such a, like an enormous expression of the gospel, the way you just described everything. (laughs) I, the ministry that I was involved in for like 15 plus years was going overseas, coming home, going overseas, coming home. I was never like a missionary in a spot for a, an extended period of time. Yeah. But I felt like I super frequently felt this like cultural whiplash mm-hmm. where it's like you come home and nobody understands what you just, you you'd go mm-hmm. sit and have coffee with your friends and they just want to talk about, I don't know whatever and you're like that's the most meaningless thing in the history of the world yeah because over here and so i don't know how have you found and maybe you're still wrestling through this how have you found that peace where you are Mm -hmm. like or how have you like kind of come to that point where you're going i can live here i can live in california and not be mad at my friends who don't understand this do you have you or do you feel like there's a process to that um i feel like it's definitely a process i think like having people here like Pierce and Diana and Sarah and yeah. Kyle, like we have all been in Romania together. Yeah. So just being able to have people who have gone through the same experiences and like we all, we get to like stay updated on like all of the lives yeah. of our Romanian and Ukrainian friends who like we lived so intentionally with for like months on end. Yeah. So just being able to have a community of people who have the same experiences because yeah. like there's no one else in California yeah. or probably in the United States who like experienced that at the same time as us. Yeah. Um, so just like having people who have been through the same things and then also kind of like seeking God and asking mm-hmm. him to help me be present here and like know 
that I need to be here because coming home, I've like never really been the type of person to get homesick. Um, and then towards the end of my trip, I just felt like really, really homesick. Hmm. Um, for here? Yeah. For California? Yes, yeah. which was really strange for me because hmm. I kind of have never really felt that. It was like a new emotion. Yeah. So then I kind of like <laughs> saw that as like God telling me that I needed to be home for a little while. Yeah. And I didn't really know what, I still don't really know what it looks like to be home. Hmm. Um, but just like kind of being like, okay, this is where God wants me. Yeah. And then also seeing the community that we have here because refugees don't only exist in Romania. Like we have tons of Afghan refugee families here yeah. and just different types of refugees here that we kind of failed to notice, I think. So just realizing that the work we did there, it's not impossible to do it yeah. here. And like God is still moving here, even if America doesn't want to see that God mm. is moving. So. That's so good. Janessa, it's so cool to have you be a part of a Jesus mission and have your voice into this stuff. Like, thank yeah. you for being a part of this. Yeah. You can see why I need you to meet these people and be aware <laughs> that these guys exist and so you can be praying for them. If you had just one last thing that you were going to tell whoever's watching. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're going to address them and just encourage them or whatever, like, what do you have something you would just say to these guys? Um, I don't even know don't live for yourself. Like I feel like I've seen the most beauty in my life. Choose like dying to yourself and hmm. like actually acknowledging what that means in your life. Cause I have been a Christian my whole life and I always was just like, I'm just going to do what hmm. I think is good. And then it wasn't me being like, God, what do you want me to do? So like being like, okay, how can I not live for myself today? And then trying to see other people the way Jesus sees them mm-hmm. is like really transformative for me and my heart and like how I view people and how I view humanity and like yeah. that sort of thing. So just, I don't know, everyday choosing to not live for me and like what that looks like and actually putting others first in like a really yeah. real way. And it doesn't mean you have to go and like go to a different country to do that. I think it's really easy to kind of love people where we're at, like yeah. smiling at a random stranger or finding ways to serve in your community is really easy to do. That's so. so good. Yeah. Thank you, Janessa. Thanks yeah. for sitting today with me. If you want to find her on a Jesus Missions website, you can just go there, type in Janessa, and it'll pop yeah. up. You're the only Janessa yes. we have there, so it's easy. I'm sure we'll put the link below. Yeah. Make sure to subscribe here on YouTube and also follow us on Facebook and Instagram and those spots where we're continuing to tell the stories about the people and the things that God is doing. God's using people to do incredible things around the world, and it's an honor to be a part of that. So thank you, Janessa, yeah. so much. Yeah, Thanks for watching, and we'll see you later.